Hi, I'm Jason Ramston, and I believe we can all work on leading a more positive and intentional life. And this show details my journey by sharing my learning, stories, and conversations with guests. If you want to lead a more intentional life focused on being the best you possible, please subscribe today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to my steadfast and true listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And welcome as well to all the new folks who may be tuning in and giving this podcast a try. I'm Jay. This is Positivity on Fire, Ordinary People, Extraordinary Positivity. And we cover a wide range of topics in this podcast, all with a little bit focused on positivity. So today we're going to be talking about the art of procrastination. And you're probably wondering to yourself, how does the art of procrastination and positivity fit together? Well, stick around. We're going to get into that in a second. Before we do, just a quick reminder, if you are a fan of the show, please share. It's the only way that we grow. We don't do advertising for this show. So it's all by word of mouth. The more you share, the bigger we grow and the bigger our reach can be focused on positivity and self-improvement. So let's get to today's topic about procrastination. And what I find fascinating about podcasting uh, in general, procrastination in particular, but in podcasting in general, is that whatever type of week I am having, whatever thing that I'm going through, whatever happens to pop into my mind as an issue I may be exploring for myself and hopefully will shed a little bit light for you as well, tends to make its way into the show. And today we're talking about procrastination, and I thought to myself, What a better way to get rolling with this than to wait to the last minute to put this show together. And you're probably saying to yourself, Jay, why do you admit to your audience that you procrastinate? Because that's what I do. It's part of my nature. I've always been a procrastinator. There is something about it. I try not to beat myself up about it, but I do quite frequently. But I also thrive in it. And so I started to research a little bit deeper into the topic of the art of procrastination, and I found some interesting things that I'd like to share with you. First off, to set the record straight, people who procrastinate are not lazy. That's right, people who procrastinate are not lazy. The art of procrastination is actually a process, and it's an active process. And what do I mean by that? Is that when you're a procrastinator and it's become part of your nature, and if you're an active procrastinator, you actually are choosing to do something else instead of the task that you know you should be doing or that you feel like you should be doing. But in contrast, someone who is lazy, a lazy person, that may suggest that they are uh, have a little bit of apathy, that they're inactive, that they're unwilling to act. The procrastinator just chooses to act on something different. And we'll get into that a little bit more, but I thought it was a, I thought it was an interesting point as I started to dive into this topic. Now, there's a couple different types of procrastinators out there, and, and if you do the research, if you if happen to go and Google the art of procrastination, you'll see for yourself, and I'll include it in the show in the show notes as usual. A couple of different places talk about different types of procrastinators. The two that I'll focus on today, one has three types of procrastinators, uh, and that is that particular says that there are procrastinators who are delayers. By delayers, those are the types of people who say, oh, I'm too tired, I don't have time to do that now, I need a break, I don't feel like doing that. It's too late to start that today, I'll, I'll start that tomorrow. If that's resonating with you a little bit, you may be a delayer type of procrastinator. Then there's the perfectionist. Yes, perfectionist people, people who are 
have a bent towards perfectionism, and we talked about that in the last episode, episode 13. We talked about progress, not perfection. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go ahead and take a listen to that one as well. But yes, perfectionism is a type of procrastination. Those people tend to think, well, it's incomplete. It's incompetent. It's not done right. If you give me a couple more days to finish up, it'll be a much better product. I find that fascinating, right? That perfectionism is actually a form of procrastination. And that so I'm getting it from both ends, both being uh, a little bit of uh, task-oriented and like to switch doing tasks over a little bit of time. And I got that perfectionism built in uh, as well. And then the third type here are the distractibles. And the distractibles may be more focused on a little bit of a, a younger generation. Uh, distractibles fall into the categories of tech, games, TV, computers, internet, but it also happens to be other distractibles, eating, going out, checking your email, constant focus on social media, distractibles. So think about it for a minute. Which one of those categories, if you're a procrastinator, do you fall into? Which one of those categories does resonate with you? And as you're thinking about that, see if these particular qualities, or I should say feelings, resonate with you. When you procrastinate, do you have feelings of guilt, anxiety, self-loathing, depression, dissatisfaction, unhappiness? And if I had to put money on it, I would, I would probably say, yes, you feel those things. As a procrastinator, I feel those things myself, particularly guilt. I particularly say to myself, you know, you really should be doing X instead of doing Y uh, because you need to get X done. But, but there's something about it in that I always seem to find a way to get X done despite shifting gears and going to do Y. And over time, I've started to let that go. Not completely. Talk to my wife, talk to my kids, talk to uh, people who know me really well. And they will tell you, I still beat myself up about it. I beat myself up about my procrastination habits. And I, I, I like to say that I rise to the occasion and I do. And we're going to talk about what uh, another particular article mentions about that type of procrastinator. And we're going to get into that in just a second. All right, welcome back from that quick break. And during that break, hopefully you thought through a little bit about the ones that resonated with you before. Here's another one, and this comes from businessinsider.com. So I'm really intrigued uh, about the article. It is written by Ali Schiller and Marissa Bovere, and they're coach professionals. They own a company called Accountability Works, and they offer four different types of procrastinators. So see if you see yourself in this as well. One, the performer who says, I will work well under pressure. Hello, that's me. <laughs> I say that to myself all the time. Yeah, I got it. No problem. All the way from high school to today, that's what I feel like. Number two, the self-deprecator. They say, you know, I'm so lazy right now. Number three, and I bet this resonates with many of you, the overbooker. They say, I'm so busy. I'm so busy right now. I can't do that. And number four, the novelty seeker. The person who says, oh, I just had the brilliant idea. I'm going to act on that now instead of this. So let's dive into each of those a little bit more. So you get a little bit more of a flavor of, of each of those categories. So back to the performer who says, I work well under pressure. Again, say that's me 100%. The underlying thing here, uh, we've said it before, perfectionism. They shrink that time down uh, that they have to tackle a task because they suffer from perfectionism. 
the shorter amount of time that you have to do something to turn it in, guess what? The perfectionism eases a little bit. So procrastination is actually taking over and shortening your fear of perfectionism a little bit. So what's the biggest challenge for these folks? You guessed it, getting started. Getting started is the number one killer of productivity for the procrastinator who says they work well under pressure. I offer some interesting advice here, which I may have to start taking up myself, in that the solution for the procrastinator who says I work well under pressure is not to worry about the end date. Forget about your end dates. Don't have an end date calendar. Have a start date calendar. Because the biggest problem with those types of procrastinators, myself included, is that we wait till something is due rather than saying, let's start it today. And I may take that under advisement. I may start to build out my calendar with start dates and not due dates. Because as I'm working through today's podcast and listening uh, to my own advice here, that makes perfect sense to me. All right, let's flip back to number two. Number two was the self-deprecator who always says, you know, I'm so lazy right now. And when you dive a little bit deeper into these types of folks, guess what? They're not lazy. Not one bit. These procrastinators are actually the opposite of lazy. They just happen to be tired. So that when they are run down and they aren't taking on a task they know they should be taking or feel like they should be taking on, they beat themselves up about it. And what they really need to be doing is showing themselves some compassion. So they're always faced with the challenge of taking breaks. They really need to take breaks from time to time, not beat themselves up about taking those breaks. And they should remove the phrase, I don't have time to take a break from their vocabulary. And if that's really, if this is the type of procrastinator that you are, where you say, you know, I'm so lazy right now because you're not doing something and you feel like you should always be in movement or moving forward or working on a task or working out, doing something along those lines, give yourself some space. Try to rebuild your energy. Go for a walk. Recharge your batteries. Do something for yourself. Remind yourself that it's okay to do that. And then you can pick back up where you left off with your work, but make sure you take care of yourself. All right, let's hop over to the overbooker. The overbooker, as you recall, says, I'm so busy. They're so busy because they overbook themselves. An interesting note about the overbooker, they get the most work done. But also, when they say they're too busy to get things done because they've overbooked themselves, it's really an excuse of avoidance. They don't want to do that task right now, and so they blame it on having too much on their calendar, too many meetings to tend to. And rather continuing to book, 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 and fill their calendar so they can avoid doing what they are supposed to be doing, they should be taking a look and saying to themselves, what am I really avoiding? That's a great coaching question. What am, or in a coach's place, what are you really avoiding in this situation? Dig deep. And lastly, number four was the novelty seeker. They just say, I had the best idea ever. This particular procrastinator has the squirrel syndrome. Uh, They're easily distracted by shiny, new, quick, updated, uh, let's do something different types of ideas that pop into their heads. These folks, and if this is you, you, it may resonate, uh, you're constantly looking to do something new, to refresh your skill set, to take on a new task. You don't like to be bored. You are interested in moving things forward, trying something new, tackling something new. 
And you may very well be interested in the latest trend or the latest product uh, or even the latest way to do presentations or to present information. These types of procrastinators, and this is going to sound funny to say this, but they're actually really, really good at making decisions and taking action. The trouble is when they do take action, it's not always consistent. And the best advice for these types of procrastinators, if it's the type of procrastinator you are, write it down. Let those ideas down, get them out, put them on paper, let them sit, then come back to them later. Check on them after you've had a chance to do some other projects, other tasks, and see if they still resonate. See if they still are something that you're interested in doing, something that you're interested in pursuing. And don't check back on that list until you're actually done with what you're working on in the moment. So where does this leave me and you, if you're a procrastinator, when focused on the topic of productivity? Well, if you admitted to people, which I have in this podcast, uh, in this particular episode, that I am a procrastinator, if you say that out loud to people, you most likely will find yourself uh, in positions where people don't give you work or don't want to give you work because they don't think you're going to get it done. They see procrastination as a flaw in you. They see it as a weakness, and they may see it as a personal flaw. But that's not necessarily true, according to John Perry, who is a professor at Stanford University, who wrote a book called The Art of Procrastination, and hence the title of this show. And he raises the question, are procrastinators really, truly unproductive? And the answer is no. It's actually the opposite. They are people who tend to get a lot done and actually have a reputation for getting things done. Now, they may very well play a lot of time uh, catching up on tasks, catching up on emails, but they're also more likely to be really creative and extremely amiable. What he says here is something that I continue to say pretty much on every show whenever we're trying to tackle a topic. Uh, if you want to look at it from a positive bent, you have to have a better mindset about it. You can't beat yourself up about it. You have to, in the case of procrastination, you know, stop focusing on the perfectionism. Get out of your own head. And just remember that procrastination is not a flaw. It isn't. You may have been told that, and you may believe that, but it's not the case. So if you're listening to today's episode, just know that there is an art to procrastination. It actually can be a productivity tool. You can actually be extremely productive as a procrastinator. And the reason you are is because you manage your now. You manage what's in front of you right now, what has to be done in the moment. You rise to the occasion. You thrive on the stress. You thrive on the adrenaline of a deadline coming up. And that is how you get your work done. And yes, that can be a bad thing in certain cases, uh, especially if you have uh, family life or you're young and you're just getting started and uh, with a family and you got lots of pulls on your time. But it also can be a great way for you to focus your energies on doing many projects, getting them done and doing them well. And what I'll leave you with today in this particular topic on procrastination is I think procrastination is a form of creativity. And I say that because I, I believe it's a way to be creative in how you get your work done, when you get your work done, but it also shows to people that you can juggle. 
you can juggle multiple tasks, you can be productive, you can actually be a valuable member of teams, but in your own way. There's not one way to get work done. There's not one way that works best for every single person. Some people are list makers. Some people uh, are post-it note folks. Some people are write it down on a piece of paper. Some people set reminders. Some people keep it all in their head. So there's no right way to get work done. But what I want you to know is if you are a procrastinator, that there's somebody out there like you, it's me, and that I think you can still be a valuable member of any team with the right mindset about how you go about your work. So just remember, as always, I believe in you. I fully believe that you can achieve success, uh, whatever you have going on in your life. Uh, Make the best use of your talents, your abilities, your strengths, and believe in yourself. I believe in you. I say that every day uh, on this show. I believe that you can get things done no matter what type of procrastinator you are. And I'd love to hear from you. Come connect with me. You can find me on direct.me slash Jason Ramsden. All of my links are there. Come find me on your social media app of choice. I'd love to connect. I'd love to be involved with you uh, and working through how you handle procrastination. I'd love some tips and tricks myself on how you handle it. I offered some today on some of the research that I did. So I'd love to connect. And in closing, as always, thank you for being here today. Truly your gift of time, your gift of sitting down and listening to this show every single week means the world to me. There is no greater gift. And always remember, be well, be happy, be you. And until next time, may your quest for positivity begin today. If you like today's episode, please go to podchaser.com, search for Positivity on Fire, and leave a five-star rating and review. For more on my positivity quest, follow me at positively underscore J on Instagram or TikTok, or engage with the show by visiting direct.me slash Jason Ramston. Have an amazing day.